2: Hello, my friends in radio land. You guessed it. Well, I hope you guessed it by not recognizing my voice as His Royal Highness Pastor Moss's voice. And I don't turn that dial. Don't hang up that radio. Don't uh, click off on your computer if you're watching it on your computer. I know how you feel when I turn on the radio. I want to hear Pastor Moss from 6 to 7, but he can't always be here. He's got to have some fill-ins from time to time, and the man needs some rest. He's a hard, hard worker. So instead, today, you have me, and I apologize in advance. My name is Gordon Morse. I'm a pastor, assistant pastor at Strictly Biblical. I've been working for Pastor Moss for 18 years now. And uh, I've done this radio show for him before, I've done it with him, and uh, but it's been a while. So it is so good to be back here with you. And we're going to fire up on a topic today that uh, I guarantee you will not be boring. <laughs> Pastor Moss laughed at me when I told him what I was going to do because he said, uh, jumping right into the fire pan uh, with this, but uh, I don't know how the rest of you feel, but It feels like I went to bed, and when I woke up, I awoke on a different planet. Has any of you felt that way too? You see the news, you see what's going on in this world, and you just wonder, what on earth is going on? Now, to the Christian, it shouldn't be any surprise, uh, because we know that there's going to be dark times, and there's going to be tough times, and there's going to be... These types of things happening in a lost world. But even with that, you turn on the news and you see people just absolutely losing their minds. And you wonder what will be the end of it all. So I don't want to get into too much of the political realm because this isn't really a political show. This is, after all, Bible talk. So I'm going to tie it into the Bible and sometimes politics and and the Bible definitely uh, will coincide with each other, but today's topic is going to be about racism. Uh, you guessed it, since that seems to be the the headlines everywhere today is is dealing with with racism. Uh, it's everywhere. Everything is racist, including Aunt Jemima. You know things are getting bad when people feel they need to take Aunt Jemima off of my syrup bottle and I do have Aunt Jemima syrup at home but I'm not racist don't worry we have cancel cancel culture going on in our society where everything is racist to the point where and and I'm going to open up the the phone lines I want to hear what you have to think about this it's gotten to the point where just everything is racist and that takes away from the things that are actually racist Because I don't believe for a minute that Aunt Jemima is racist. I don't believe for a minute, like Sean King says, that Christianity and Jesus are racist. I don't believe that for a moment. And we're going to get into that today. But it's a sad state of affairs we're in. In fact, uh, my dream car that I would love to have is the General Lee. And in today's society, I could never have that car because apparently even the car itself is racist. Now, the fact that they probably run about $150,000 to buy one, and my wife won't let me sell our house so that we can do that, <laughs> probably means I never would have had it in the first place. But this is what is going on in our society. And like I said, this takes away from real racism. But what I have for you today, and I'm going to do uh, keep it, much like Pastor Moss does, where I'm going to kind of present something to you. And then I want you to call in with your answer to my question. And there are answers to it. I have three. You could come up with something different than I did. But before the show's over, I'll try to get to all three of the things I'm thinking about in relation to this. But I have some examples of real racists for you. Actual racists that nobody is doing a thing to get rid of. And it's mind-boggling to me. Now I know, uh, and we're going to get into it, why they are not attacked in our society the way statues are being attacked. And by the way, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, some of the statues they're taking down um, are from people who were anti-slavery. That's how crazy it is getting. They don't even know what it is they are doing. But here I have in my hands several examples of not just racists, but devout racists. And I'm going to read you some quotes. And I want you to know this is not me saying these things. This are these racists saying these things. And where I'm getting this from and where I am going with this is dealing with biological Evolution And there's our Bible tie-in. The founding fathers and supporters of biological evolution were huge racists. Do you know that? Were you taught that in public schools where evolution is taught? I was not. I was taught biological evolution, but I was not taught that the founding fathers were devout racists. So let me read you some quotes here to set the stage. And then I'm going to ask you a question. And you can call in. And by the way, this is Faith Talk 1500. And as I'm seeing, it wasn't this way last time I was on the phone, I don't believe, or on the radio with you. But it's also 92.7 FM, Faith Talk Detroit. And you can call in with your questions or an answer to my question at 866-423-9578. That's 866 866-423- 423 9578 even if you just want to call and complain that it's me and not pastor moss you're welcome to do that too but here we have some quotes and uh, this first one i'm going to read you to let me just set the stage it says uh, the most influential american physical anthropologist argued that caucasians were superior and africans inferior races and the first one i'm going to read you is from g Conklin, uh, who was a professor of biology at Princeton University. So not a very big college, just Princeton. (laughs) And he said this, comparison of any modern race with the Neanderthal or Heidelberg types show that Negroid races more closely resemble the original stock. I'm going to stop there for a second and explain to you what that means in case you didn't catch it. Do You know what original stock means? It means apes. That's what that means. So negroid races more closely resemble the original stock than the white or yellow races. Every consideration should lead those who believe in the superiority of the white race to strive to preserve its purity and to establish and maintain the segregation of the races. Is that not unbelievable? And you know, it's unbelievable to me. I was talking about this with Pastor Moss on the phone earlier today. In those uh, areas of, I believe it's Seattle, where they call it CHAZ or CHOP, where they've taken over a section of the city, these uh, crazy leftists have taken over the city, and they've actually segregated and have areas just for black people. They are segregating their city. This is crazy, folks. That is racist. But uh, I'm not finished. I have another quote for you here. Um, let's go to... Uh, i got to get to the right page here. I apologize. I didn't want to read that one to you. Here we go. This one is from Thomas Huxley. Now, this guy was so pro-evolution, uh, he was known as Darwin's bulldog. So he really pushed uh, biological evolution forward. And this is what uh, Thomas Huxley said, said. No rational man, cognizant of the facts, believes that the average Negro is the equal, still less the superior, of the white man. And if this be true, it is simply incredible that when all his disabilities are removed, and our prognathic, prognathic relative has a fair field and no favor, as well as no oppressor. He will be able to compete successfully with his bigger-brained and smaller-jawed rival in a contest that is to be carried out by thoughts and not by bites. <laughs> I'm not making this up. These guys are absolutely out-of-their-mind racist. And yet, have you ever heard this before? Now, some of you who have studied evolution, you may know this. This evolution happens to be uh, uh, something I teach. Uh, Well, I should clarify that. I teach against it. But for the most of you, I would pretty much wager that most of you listening today have not heard anything about, definitely not these quotes, and probably nothing about its founding being in racism. Absolutely unbelievable. But I'm not finished. There is more. We have from... This guy is great. Now, he's one of my favorites. This guy is um, known for a fraudulent uh, ape man. Now, many of you know that ape men uh are in our textbooks. They show them uh, pictures of them. They show them in almost family settings where they have a few of them. They may be working some rudimentary tools. But this guy, Henry Fairfield Osborne, is one that came up with one of these fraudulent ape men known as Nebraska Man. Now, here's what he did. Since your textbooks in public school didn't tell you this, I'm going to tell you it. He found... One tooth. From that one tooth, he drew an entire ape man. What that ape man looked like, where he lived, how long ago, what he did. And it turned out that it was completely fraudulent that the tooth ended up being from an extinct pig. That's it. But the textbooks showed it as Nebraska man. And this is the missing link. And yay, we've proved evolution. Well, it was a fraud. Well, guess what about Henry Fairfield Osborne, also a racist? Let's see what he had to say. He's going to be talking about what he can calls uh, the the three main um, stocks, as you will, Caucasian, Mongoloid, and Negroid. He says, The spiritual, intellectual, moral, and physical characters which separate these three great human stocks are far more profound and ancient than those which divide the Nordic, Alpine, and Mediterranean races. In my opinion, again, this isn't my opinion, this is Henry Osborne, these three stocks diverged from each other before the beginning of the Ice or Ice Age. The standard of intelligence of the average adult Negro is similar to that of the 11-year-old youth of the species Homo sapiens. So here Henry Osborne is talking. He's not even consider- considering a black person to be a human, a Homo sapien. That's what he had to say about it. Now, I'm not finished here. There are more racists to read you. That was just a, a small sample of them. Uh, and we're going to get to more. But what I want to do is, again, I'm going to give you the phone line. It's 866-423-9578. We're going to go to a quick break, and we'll be right back.
3: Do you know what your school plan is for your child this fall? Romulus Community School District has a new online learning program and new vocational programs. Call 734-532-1602 or visit romulus.net forward slash enroll today. Romulus Community Schools. High expectations, high achievement. Don't delay. Call today. High expectations, high achievement. This is Life Issues with Brad Mattis, president of Life Issues Institute.
1: The 15th congressional district in New York State is considered one of the most liberal in the nation. Hillary Clinton got 94% of the presidential vote. Currently, a Democrat primary is brewing with 11 candidates who are pro-abortion and one strongly pro-life. The pro-life candidate is running ahead of the others, and the New York Times can't figure it out. It wrote, the district is America's bluest house seat. How is this man a top contender? What they don't understand is the power of single-issue pro-life voters, conservative or liberal, who will support a candidate because he or she opposes killing unborn babies. In this case, the candidate is boldly pro-life and will be a constant source of heartburn for Speaker Pelosi if he wins.
3: Follow us on Twitter at Life Issues USA and stay informed, more informed than you've ever been.
2: Hello, folks. We are back. I want to thank my chief engineer, Marcus, especially for having some Narnia music playing for me. I always love listening. listening to Pastor Moss and that music comes on. Love it. Well, welcome back, folks, to Faith Talk 1500 and 92.7 FM. I'm your host today, Gordon Morse, and uh, we are here with Bible Talk. Our phone number To call in uh, with either a question for me or if you want to answer the question I'm about to ask you is 866-423-9578. That's 866-423-9578. I have two more quotes for you, one from a racist and one from a non-racist. But before I get to that, I want to pose my question to you, and it is this. In our present cancel culture, where they are canceling everything, racist or not, but labeling it as racist. Why isn't evolution, with its racist foundations and racist supporters, taken out of our public schools? And why isn't anyone protesting evolution? They'll protest a statue, and they'll tear it down, but they will not protest or even speak a crossword at this horrific teaching that they're teaching to every one of our children in the public schools. I would like to know if you know why that is happening. So again, why in our present cancel cultural world isn't evolution with its racist foundations taken out of our schools? And again, I have my three answers as to why I think it's happening, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. And you can call in at 866-423-9578. Now, as promised, I have another quote for you from a racist. This is from Edwin Conklin, who's a professor, or I should say was a professor of biology at Princeton. And this is from his book, uh, the book Direction of Human Evolution. And he says, comparison of any modern race with the Neanderthal or Heidelberg types, shows that all have changed, but probably the Negroid races more closely resemble the original stock than the white or yellow race. Does that sound familiar? Very similar to another quote. The greatest danger which faces any superior race is that of amalgamation with inferior stock. Now, who would that inferior stock be? It would be anything that isn't white, according to Edwin Conklin. So the greatest danger which faces any superior race is that of amalgamation with inferior stock and the consequent lowering of inherited capacities. Every consideration should lead those who believe in the superiority of the white race to strive to preserve its purity and to establish and maintain a segregation of the races. So here we have this devout racist saying we need to separate the inferior races, which is anything that isn't white, from the superior races, which is the white, according to him. We need to segregate them. And again, what's going on in Seattle right now? They're segregating races. They're doing exactly what this racist evolutionist wants them to do. It is absolutely mind-boggling to me. I don't know if it's that way to you, but it is to me. The final quote I want to read to you is from a philosopher in, from Germany. And the reason I want to read this to you is because you may be taking the position, I doubt it, but you may take the position that, well, these teachings are really harmless um, because it's not even being taught to our kids. They're just teaching evolution. They're just teaching our kids, you know, that we came to be from evolution. Well, let me show you what German philosopher Eric Fromm said. He said the religion of social Darwinism, and it is a religion, folks. The religion of social Darwinism belongs to the most dangerous elements within the thoughts of the last century. It aids the propagation of ruthless national and racial egoism by establishing it as a moral norm. If Hitler believed in anything at all, then it was in the laws of evolution. And this is key right here because this is this is true about Hitler. It says then uh, if Hitler believed anything at all, then it was in the laws of evolution, which justified and sanctified his actions and especially his cruelties. So Hitler went to evolution to give him his rationale, to give him his carte blanche, to give him his uh, right, as he saw it to go and wipe out quote-unquote inferior races because evolution clearly taught that his race was at the top. And so it's this kind of crazy racism uh, that will come out of teaching like evolution. And it's something I regularly teach when I teach uh, creation versus evolution classes. And it's so funny to me how many people had no idea of the just crazy, devout racism that was rampant in the founding fathers of evolutionary thought. And so here we have our society today, where, as I said before, everything is racist, uh, including the Bible and including Jesus, who, by the way, was not white. I always love, uh, and when I say love, I mean hate, when you see pictures of Jesus and he looks like a white Hippie from the 60s. He was not white. I shouldn't say he wasn't. He isn't white. He's still alive. Uh, he isn't white. He's Jewish. Well, at least half Jewish. He had a, a Jewish mother, uh, which with obviously obviously God the Father being his uh, father. But uh, he was Jewish. So he wasn't white. And nothing you can read from the first page of Genesis to the last page of Revelation has anything promoting racism at all. Now, you can see slavery in the Bible. Oh, that's for sure. Slavery is definitely in the Bible. But that does not mean it condones the slavery we had in our nation. It does not condone it at all. I could probably do a whole other show just answering those things. Um, but the slavery in the Bible is not anything like the slavery we had here and. One important thing to point out about that, because there there was sla- obviously the Jews were enslaved in Egypt um, and there were obviously all other peoples were slaves as well. At some point or other, just about every country has been in slavery. Um, I would like to point out, too, though, that uh, what was the first place to get rid of slavery? Not according to the Bible, of course, as this happened pretty recently in in our history. But uh, where did it end first? Well, it ended in the West. It started in Britain and it came to the U.S. And it was Judeo-Christian values that got rid of slavery. There are still slaves in our world. It'd be a great idea to go protest those civilizations. uh, But there is no slavery here. Um, and I would argue that there's no systemic racism either, and I would absolutely love if you called up <laughs> and tried to change my mind on that. And again, the phone lines are open for you it's eight six six four two three nine five seven eight eight six six four two three nine five seven eight. But when I get a charge from uh, Sean King that says that Christianity and Jesus are racist, it is clear. That he has never read the Bible, or he read it and he's just trying to discredit it because he doesn't like what it has to say in there. But not only is there nothing racist in the Bible, but we have clear scripture that tells us that uh, God doesn't pay attention to race like we seem to do here down on earth. Acts 17 and 26 says, and he hath God, and hath made of one blood, all nations of men, for to dwell all on the face of the earth, and hath determined the opi- the times, I'm sorry, before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. He is made of one blood, all nations of men. We are made in the image of God. Not just white people, all of us, all of humanity, starting with Adam and Eve, are made in the image of God. So how can one of them hate another one just based on the color of their skin? That is just craziness to me. I don't know how you feel about that, but I would love to hear what you do have to say about it. So please call in at 866-423-9578, 866-423-9578. Now, I've done this program before. And uh, I've done various topics uh, on the the Bible, and I've done evolution, I've done uh, uh, baptism, I've done uh, the Trinity, I've done all different kinds of of biblical shows. But we're tackling racism here, and I thought for sure I would spark somebody to call in and challenge me (laughs) on what I've said so far or somebody to call in and try to answer the question I posed. And I'm quite shocked that no one has done that yet. But I was prepared for you anyway, because I'm going to read something to you from the Bible, of course, because that's where we really want to go to get our answer for things. But I want to ask you again, here is my question I'm posing to you. In our present cancel culture, why isn't evolution, with its racist foundations, taken out of our public schools? And why is nobody protesting the fact that its roots are inherently racist? Okay, so call in and answer that. But for right now, I want to read to you from Galatians 3 and verse number 28. It says, this is uh, the Bible here, Paul's letter to Galatians. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Is it possible for a Bible follower, a Christian, someone who's trusted in Christ as their Savior and believes Galatians three twenty-eight, to be racist? I don't think so. It's quite clear here that there is no distinctions. In fact, we find in the Bible, when you read it in its totality. There are no biblical divisions as far as skin color. Absolutely not at all. The only divisions you see in the Bible are tongues, families, nations, and lands. And really it started off with with tongues was when everyone was split up. People speaking different languages. So I wanted to set that stage to make the case that the Bible is not... Uh, racist. And if I have time, I'm going to get to another big one that Jesus dealt with himself. But we have, we went from no phone calls to about 108. I'm just kidding. We don't have 108 lines, but we do have <laughs> a full call line up here. So we're going to go to the phones and we're going to go to David in Dearborn. David, how are you?
4: I am well, thank you. Um, yes, I tuned in for Pastor Moss, but uh I'm very much enjoying your program, so good job and keep it up. Well, so thank you. you. You
2: you kept your radio on even though it wasn't Pastor Moss.
4: I did. Yep, and yep. I'm 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 thoroughly enjoying all your content. So <laughs> well, to answer your question, yes, uh, I could. I mean, my surface knee-jerk answer would be that if I approached our evolutionist and posed that question to them, I would expect them to say that the theory of evolution is evolving so we know better now than we did then i mean that's what i would expect them to say right is that that
2: reasonable that that is uh not one of my three but it is definitely uh something i could see them saying i wouldn't buy that answer (laughs) because again when we're coming from the framework of our cancel culture that's taking place right now, where just everything, whether it's racist or not, is racist. And then you look at these quotes from these evolutionists that there's no question they were racist. So even if evolution has evolved from there, um, its origins, I mean, our country has evolved from, obviously, there's still, don't get me wrong, there's obviously still racism. In our country. I'd say in our world. And why is it there? Because we're a lost world. There's sin everywhere. Uh, yeah. But it's not just by the white man. Uh, you could probably find racists in every race and culture. Um, but that's not our point. The point is, everything that is quote-unquote supposed to be racist, we got to get rid of it. And yet they're doing nothing to get rid of evolution. But uh, But
4: there is... There's there's no way that they would cancel something that is as near and dear and fundamental to their cause as evolution.
2: Now, you are hitting on to my second answer. Can you tell me why that is? Why would they not want to
4: attack it? Well, as soon as they get rid of evolution and they've gone through incredible hoops to, to justify it. As soon as they get rid of that, what's the alternative, but a God. Very, very good. David, I don't
2: know if you get, if there's applause for you, but uh, I'm going to applaud for you right now. That is one of my answers. It is their, their enemies of God and their goal for evolution isn't just racism, it's not making putting the white man on the top, it's to explain away God. You hit the nail on the head, so they have to protect it, because you're right, if they get rid of evolution, you're stuck with a creator, and they do not want to do that. Thank you so much for your call, David, and uh, hold on, folks, don't touch your dials, we will be right back.
5: What if I told you that you could replace your windows, your roof, and your siding for just $6 a day? I didn't say windows, roof, or siding for $6 a day. I said all three, windows, roof, and siding, for just $6 a day. It's true. Just call Performance Remodeling at 586 540 6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com. You might be thinking, I don't need all three, windows, roofing, and siding. No problem. Just windows, two bucks. Just a roof, two bucks. Just siding, two bucks. It's so incredibly inexpensive that anyone can afford it. Anyone, including you. We can do this because we have the best financing partners on the planet. Our quality and workmanship is the best in Michigan. We are the only company that offers a true full lifetime guarantee on every window, roof, and siding job we install. No fine print, no loopholes, no gotchas. So for the best windows, roofing, and siding for just $6 a day for all three, Call Performance Remodeling at 586-540-6000 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com.
0: The team at MyPillow is grateful for you. So grateful they have an amazing offer. Buy one, get one on their incredible sheet sets. Mike Lindell has come out with the world's most comfortable bed sheets. He finally found the best cotton in the world in a region where the Sahara Desert, the Nile River, and the Mediterranean Sea all come together to create ideal weather conditions for growing cotton. Mike guarantees they will be the most comfortable sheets you've ever owned. The first night you sleep on a Giza Dream Sheet, you may never want to sleep on anything else. The Giza Dream Sheets are available in a variety of colors. And like all of Mike's products, they come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. For a limited time, you can buy one, get one free. Call 800-919-5912. That's 800-919-5912. Or go to MyPillow.com, but make sure to use the promo code RUNTOWIN at checkout.
1: For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com.
0: On June 19th comes a brand new
5: film, Selfie Dad, available at salemnow.com. Selfie Dad is a very funny yet powerful movie about a Christian dad in a midlife crisis. But when he's confronted with the life changing truths of the Bible, he learns the only way to have true happiness.
6: God can do incredible things.
5: Selfie Dad stars Christian comedians Michael Jr. and Shonda Pierce.
2: Welcome back, everybody, to Faith Talk 1592.7 FM, Faith Talk Detroit. This is Pastor Gordon Morse coming to you live with Bible Talk. Again, our phone number is 866 423 9578. 866 423 9578. Nathan from Ferndale and Florence from Detroit, you hang on, don't go anywhere. It is so good to be here with you again. Uh, I, I was—I didn't get to tell Marcus this, our, my chief engineer, but uh, I've been a huge talk radio fan since 1990, so for 30 years. And getting to do this feels so weird. its I liken it to the time I got to go on the bridge of the USS Enterprise, not the aircraft carrier. carrier. I'm talking about the bridge of Captain Kirk's Enterprise. My brother and I, Admiral Morse, went to uh, the Detroit Science Center, and they had the entire bridge there. You walked through a doorway, and you were on the bridge. I got to sit in the captain's chair, and it was just so weird, loving something for so long and then getting to actually be there. And that's what I liken to being on this radio program, loving talk radio so long, and then uh, Pastor Moss giving up the mic so nicely, For me to do it, probably my last time because he's listening today and he's just shaking his head saying, I cannot believe Gordon said that stuff. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, He's used to me by now being friends for 20 years. So, Uh, But anyway, we're back on our topic of racism. And the question I posed was in our present cancel culture, why isn't evolution with its racist foundations and racist supporters taken out of our public schools? And why is nobody protesting it. So we're going to see if Nathan from Ferndale has an answer for that. Nathan from Ferndale, how you doing?
6: How are you doing? If if, Thank you for taking my call, but I wanted to deal with a scripture in the Bible uh, addressing what you said. The word race never appears in the First or Second Testament. But I wanted to ask you, are you familiar with Genesis 25, 25 verse 23? Well, where uh, Rebecca goes to the Most High and asks her, why are the children struggling in the womb?
2: I'm, I'm, ter- I'm turning to it right now, Nathan. Genesis 25, 25 or 25, 23? 23. 23. 23. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Okay, yes, go ahead. What's your question about so, that?
6: the word nation, there are 18 nations in the First Testament in the book of Genesis. You go back to chapter 10. So, the word race was created by our society, but the word nation. And my next question is...
2: I, I'm. You're. Uh, you're breaking up with me. I don't know if on the radio you're breaking up. Can you? Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? Hold on one second here. Can you hear me? Okay, so go ahead again. You, you there, Nathan?
6: Yeah. I'm sure you're here. Can you
2: hear me? Yeah. I'm getting about. Um, your words are breaking up. So let me just ask you this, and uh, since it was broken up. Are you asking what it's talking about when it's saying one people are going to be stronger than the other people? getting a lot of uh, I couldn't hear anything he was saying so Uh, I apologize to Nathan if uh, for what was going on there I'm not quite sure what he was asking because I was getting a lot of crackling I don't know if it was coming through on the radio but I am Nathan I'm so sorry if you can try calling in again um, I thought you were going in one direction with that question and uh, apparently you were not yes sir Okay, so before we uh, uh, get Florence, okay, Florence, uh, we're going to you. How are you? I'm well. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for calling in. Thank you for being here. I was listening to your question,
1: and I had this thought that come in my head. Without information, there's no revelation. They're just starting on their beginning of their journey of wanting something to change. And in change, it takes and understanding and an understanding, you know, the Bible says to get wisdom. Well, they may not be aware of the things that are being said in those books because they're trying to talk about their lives at present and not and being aware of everything that's going on in the past. So somebody had to speak on this and it was you. Now there may be a revelation where people will start trying to change
4: this.
2: Well, Florence, guess what? Yes. Yeah. You gave my number one answer. I had Glory three. <laughs> I had three <laughs> answers here for just ideas that I had not like that's limited to 3, but you hit the nail on the head. It is not taught in our schools that these founders of evolution were racist. Of course they're not going to teach that because it would lose credibility if they were to sure. teach what these racists were We're teaching. So, of course, they have to hide that. And you're right. It's important for us to speak up and demonstrate its racist origins and question it. But my third answer is going to kind of—I don't want to get into it right now. I promise I will before the show is over, so you keep listening— because my my third answer is going to kind of go against my first answer, and I'll, I'll explain that to okay. you. Okay. Okay. But you uh, you get applause for today. If I had an applause machine, I would applause for you, but you did a great job. Well,
1: thank you so kindly.
2: <laughs> thank you. Now, uh, we have Ratanya, but I'm not going to go to you just yet, but please don't hang up, Ratanya, because we're coming up on a hard break, and I don't want to shortchange you on what you have to say. So you just hang in there and we will be right back.
1: This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. Recent surveys show public opinion closely divided over local and federal decisions to remove Confederate memorials. But no one has polled reaction to violent vandals who topple monuments on their own in spurts of wanton destruction. In Portland, Oregon, thugs tore down statues of both Washington and Jefferson, while San Francisco radicals trashed a bust of General Grant, the commander whose Civil War victories meant the end of slavery. Decent people may disagree over proper disposition of various commemorations, but there's no defense for vicious vigilantes who assault public places and property, generally without consequences for their destruction. Black Lives Matter, along with leaders of the left, from Biden to Bernie, ought to speak out clearly and unequivocally against such rampant mobs. Rule of law and orderly consensus must prevail in coming to terms with America's past and our future
3: publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
1: Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun. Sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com.
5: If you're thinking about replacing your windows, I want you to think about plastic. That's right, plastic. Most windows are made out of vinyl, which is just a fancy word for plastic. You know, the same thing they make those flimsy, cheap outdoor chairs from, plastic. The same thing you put your sandwich in or they make water bottles from, plastic. Even expensive composite windows are really just plastic made with wood. Plastic window frames will expand and contract and expand and contract and eventually warp in Michigan's nasty weather blunder. Here's a better idea. Call Performance Remodeling for heavy-duty fiberglass windows that won't warp, won't bend, and won't lose their shape. They look fantastic and come with real lifetime guarantees. We can do that because they're made from fiberglass, not Plastic. Call Performance Remodeling today at five eight six five four zero six thousand, or online at windowsroofingsiding.com and replace all the windows in your house for as little as $2 a day. $2 a day. That's 586 or online at windowsroofingsiding.com.
0: In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. For God and Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold.
2: Welcome back, everybody, from our final break. This is FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. And you are on Bible Talk with Pastor Gordon Morse, filling in for my senior pastor, Emery Moss Jr. of Strictly Biblical Bible Teaching Ministries. And at our church, we always say that uh, uh, Strictly Biblical isn't just a church. It's a movement because we want everybody to be strictly biblical. Uh, now, our church is, uh, before I get to Ratania, our church is still not open thanks to that horrible virus. Um, but you can watch it on YouTube um, every Sunday at 11. Um, and uh, we also have other, Pastor Moss is teaching a Monday night Bible study here at uh, 6 o'clock on uh, Faith Talk 1500. Uh, so a lot going on with our church, a lot of teaching, a lot of instruction. It's, it's a great place to be. But we're dealing with racism today and how it pertains to evolution. And we're going to go to Rotania in Garden City. Hi, Rotania. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly.
1: Well, I was about to applaud you for saying it right every time you said it up until this last time.
2: <laughs> did I say it differently?
1: You, you did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Ever so slightly, though. It's okay. Because I love you, I'll accept it.
2: Ah, thank you. So what are you calling for? Are you answering my question or do you have one of your well, own?
1: I have one of my own and I'm not necessarily calling to answer your question because I am not versed in evolution.
2: So you're telling okay. me you're wimping out on my question.
1: Well, kind of sort of, yeah, I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> <laughs> so, but the first thing I wanted to say, I wanted to comment about the, question in relation to teaching evolution in school. What I wanted to say about that was teaching it is a way to keep it going. And you are teaching young, impressionable minds that are fertile ground, much like training up a militia. You grab them when they're young, and you lay that foundation on their fiber, and they stick to it. And and when it comes time for them to choose God, You know, it's it's very difficult because that information has been pressed upon them. So I just wanted to say that but not necessarily answer the question, if that makes sense.
4: Well,
2: you kind of of did answer it in the way you kind of gave my second answer, which is, you know, our enemies have a vested interest in explaining away God. So that's really what you're saying is, of, of course, they're going to teach this to impressionable youth. Because it's it's those that they want to get at. It's those that they can, if they can get them young, they've got them. All right, so. great.
1: Okay, we're gonna leave that alone. I don't want to because you're gonna you're gonna start to try to educate me beyond my
2: <laughs> I <laughs> doubt it, I could I do that.
1: You're
2: the expert. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you had a question.
1: I do. Now, when you talk about evolution, um, so if I'm if I understand evolution correctly, there we evolve from. Monkeys or apes? Correct, well, or even
2: even further back than that, but yes.
1: Okay, so if there's if that's the 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 thought, then what monkey or ape did white America evolve from?
2: What monkey or ape did America evolve from? Well, this would have taken long. Taken place according to evolutionists this would have taken place well before america was ever even thought of you're talking millions and millions of years ago
1: okay so we wouldn't still see apes or monkeys now and you know i'm just confused by evolution because if if we start from an ape to keep going don't we still have to have that process or no
2: well, you bring up a, a great point, and it's something that creationists like myself put at evolutionists. Because really, there should be no more. If if it's a process of evolving, uh, survival of the fittest, as uh, Darwin called it, then there shouldn't be apes anymore. If if our evolution is constantly perfecting and evolving and getting rid of the weak, then there shouldn't be any more apes. And more on that point we should also have what's known as intermediary species now i know that sounds heady but all that means is we should have some half ape half humans out there now i've seen some hairy guys <laughs> but there are no mid species out there there's no examples for them to go to and in fact i gave if you heard the whole program i gave the example of nebraska man there's also Piltdown Man, Java Man, that were frauds. And really, if we've been evolving from apes for millions and millions of years, we should be tripping over fossil evidence, just tripping over it.
4: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So,
2: And we're not. So you bring up a very good point. There should be no more apes, and there should be intermediary species, um, okay. or at least evidence of, of them. So you bring up a good point. Now, I've got very limited time, Rotanya.
1: Rotania?
2: Huh? Huh? I got it. <laughs>
1: well, let me help you. Bang.
2: Rotanya Bang. Night. Oh, I know who you are. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love you, and I'm going to end the program uh, real quick. I want to get to my third answer, okay? So you listen on air, okay?
1: Yes, sir. Thanks for calling. All righty.
2: So to the rest of you in radio land, I want to give you my third answer. uh, And that is that I don't think evolution should be taken out of schools. I really don't. Now, you may think that's a weird thing for a Christian pastor who believes in creationism to say. But I think it needs to be there. It's a fascinating hypothesis. We need to learn the racist origins of what people are like Hitler used it for, so that it's not repeated. And that's why I'm against getting rid of all of these different things, because we need them. We need the reminder. We need the education so that we're not tricked by it again. So keep evolution in the schools, but let's teach creation. Let's teach intelligent design right along next to it. We need to know all of these things. Okay? Thank you so much for joining us this week. Uh, again or this day I have uh, loved coming here before you and I will try to uh, uh, clean things up a bit for the next time I'm going to be here. Hopefully Pastor Moss doesn't fire me but thank you all so much for listening in. Uh, If any of you have any questions and you need to call the church for prayer, for counseling, any of those types of things you can reach our church, Strictly Biblical at 313-933- 9270.9339270. Pleasure being here with you today. Thank you so much for calling in all my callers, and God bless you.